What's going on, everybody? You are now tuned in to Trillionaire Trucking Podcast with me, your host, Mr. Trillionaire Trucking. Yo, 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 what's going on, everyone? All my listeners, we are now back with another full episode of Trillionaire Trucking Podcast. And I am so happy to be making this podcast once again. It really brings me great honor, great joy to talk about the trucking industry to all my listeners. I had a very unexpected break. Nonetheless, it was a needed break. And we're back. You know what I'm saying? We're just back. Um, you know, just to talk about some things I have going on with a trillionaire truck. And I'm pretty much just redesigning the entire brand. And for all the latest updates, all the latest news on how I'll be going about things in the near future, you can check out my Facebook page, Trillionaire Trucking LLC. And you can also check out my Instagram page at Trillionaire Trucking. But I'm extremely excited. I'm very excited. Just the steps that um that I plan on taking with the business and the brand, you know. So definitely check out the Instagram page, the Facebook page, also the LinkedIn page. I just not thought about that. Yeah, the LinkedIn page also Trillionaire Trucking LLC. So um and I'm just excited, man. I love talking about this industry because it's it's so wide, it's so it's so it varies so much. And it's like it's so much out here for all of us to get, man. This pot is so so big in this transportation industry. Transportation industry like annually brings in trillions of dollars each year. And logistics and trucking is like 35% of that. You know what I'm saying? So the transportation industry breaks down in a, in a few different sectors. Logistics and trucking is one of them. Uh, ground service, like, you know, those, those Amazon or FedEx, UPS trucks that come out to your house, deliver your packages. That's another sector. Then we have shipping, which would be like ports and um, overseas, you know, stuff like that. Are going um, travel over the ocean. We have air, airplanes, obviously, and we have railroads. And out of those five sectors, logistics and trucking is 35% of it. Ground is 26%. Shipping is 17%, air is 14%, and railroads is only 4%. So, you know, this trucking industry, man, is, is definitely something that a lot of people can tap into, whether you know a lot about trucks, whether you have a CDL license or not. Um, we can tap into it. You can tap into it. So make sure you guys stay tuned for my episodes and hopefully it can help you, help you one day if you want to get your CDLs. If you know anybody who want to get a CDL license or, you know, buy buy trucks, want to want, want to have other people 
run their trucks, learn about dispatching, learn about free brokering, things of that nature. So in this episode, I want to talk to you guys about navigation systems, navigation systems, um, reading maps, how some people just have just a lack of direction, lack of sense of direction, um, and how important it is to know where you're at, to know where you're going, whether you are a truck driver or not, okay, um, you know, my, my, a little bit of my backstory about learning where I'm at and how to find where I'm at, because driving over the road, man, I don't, you don't always have service, you don't always have phone service, and yeah, sometimes your GPS, if it's already on and working, you lose phone service, it'll still keep you on the path, but sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you need to know where the next truck stop is at so you can fuel up or take your break so you're not stopping on the side of the road. Sometimes your phone is acting funny and you can't you can't do it. You know what I'm saying? So you got to you got to find other resources. You definitely have to read signs. That's a big 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 important thing to do as a truck driver. Um reading maps. I learned that not everybody, not every truck driver knows how to read maps. Although it's not it's not something that's rocket science, but it's it it takes it takes a little bit of time just to understand, you know. If you if you rocking with it for like, you know, a few days and it'll be easier to understand. Um and just knowing where you're at pretty much. Just you know having a sense of Okay, I, I think I just passed this uh, this mile marker, you know, on the expressway or the turnpike. You know what I'm saying? It was exit there. That sign said, you know, just little things like that. And those little things actually make a big difference. Because it just helps you to be more aware about where you're at, where you're going, what you're doing. And, you know, that's that's a big key of being being a safe driver. So stay tuned, stay locked. Let's jump right into it. All right, all right. So here we are. Tapping in into another episode. And like I previously stated, we're going to be talking about GPS maps directions, reading signs, everything that helps you become a better driver. And my podcast is aimed towards truck drivers. Um, but I also would like to bring awareness to just everyday driver, everyday passenger vehicle driver. Because we all drive on the same roads and we all need to be safe just collectively. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so maps. Um, maps are important. Um, that's what we all use. That's how we, that's how we navigate. And planning your route is extremely important to become successfully on time as a truck driver. Okay. 
whether you have an actual GPS or a map, you're driving and you need to do a pre-trip. You always have to map out your route. GPSs are like essential now to everyone. Um, they come preloaded on your phone and you have different types. You can download, you know, different kind of GPSs. They come in your car, standard now, and they're simple to use. Um, but when it comes to using a GPS to navigate you as a driver, as a truck driver, it's a different ball game, okay? It is a different ball game. You can't use your phone GPS just because, well, let me let me take a few steps back. You can use your phone GPS, but it's not it's not very wise to do. Um, and you got to know when to use it and when not to use it. Okay. So although it can be done, it's not really a good habit to develop, in my opinion. Number one, phone GPSs are designed for passenger vehicles, and they aren't used for semi-trucks, okay? Although, there are phone GPSs that are designed for trucks. Um, some of them are free. Some of them aren't. You know, um, the, the okay ones are free. The better ones, you know, have a monthly subscription on it or something like that. But, eh, they're a little shaky too, in my opinion. So with all that, you're better off just making a real investment and just purchasing a truck GPS. Uh, you know, it's a set price. You know, it's reliable. It carries a lot of features that you wouldn't get on your phone. And it's just easy to use, man. You stick around your windshield, your dashboard, and you pretty much set to go. So the biggest difference between a truck GPS and a phone GPS are the configurations okay so you have to be able to adjust your gps to the weight and the height limit to give you the most accurate route um most state roads and highways have weight restrictions and you have to know you got to read signs you got to know how tall how heavy your truck is your truck and your trailer is because there's there's a lot of low bridges and interstates and stuff like that you know trucks aren't allowed aren't allowed on parkways and you gotta you gotta know these things so if you're if you're planning your route and you have it in a phone GPS that phone, that phone GPS doesn't know that you're in a, a 40 ton, 13 high, you know, semi truck. So it's going to give you the fastest route. It's going to take you on the parkways. It has little bridges, um, sharp turns. It's going to do all of that. Then opposed to you getting a truck GPS, now you can make those configurations. It's going to ask you, okay, are you bobtailing? How heavy are you? How high are you? All right, well... Put those configurations in. Now we'll route you this way to take you off to keep you off the parkways, keep you off these these um these small streets, and that's pretty much like the biggest difference. You know what I'm saying? 
So a decent truck GPS could run you about two to three hundred dollars. Um, you know, it's it's a small screen. You know, it just it does the job. Um, a better one, a really good one, could run up to five to six hundred dollars. I never really seen one more than six hundred, and you know it's. It's really just an investment, though. I've never seen one more than six hundred, so you know, my opinion, that's kind of like the max price. But it's not a really about the money; it's really an investment, and it's built to last, man. It's it's durable. Um, but your average truck driver will have a GPS, especially if they like drive over the road. But it's not everyone, you know. I I've actually learn how to read maps and that was because of a, a a trainer that i had while i was learning how to drive over the road he didn't have a gps he had no desire to get in a gps he didn't want one and since i was riding with him you know i kind of like in that aspect had to rock with rock what he did you know what i'm saying so he he taught me how to read maps went to the truck stop bought an atlas he sat down with me you know what i'm saying you got to find the state that you're in now you want to you know it, it's it's not it's not difficult to do it's not difficult to learn it just takes a little bit of time and that's pretty much how i used to drive to california for about like a month or so um i've been driving trucks for two years and I still don't have a GPS. I never bought a GPS. And that's just because I believe, like, I, I got a lot of faith in myself. I know how to actually, you know, know where I'm at and know where I'm going. And I, I just know I'm the type of person, if I drive somewhere once, I know how to get there again. If I'm going the same exact route, I know how to get there again. You know, just by off of landmarks, by off of... You know, just a, a few different things. Um, you know, if it's somewhere that has a lot of turns, this and that, might take me a few times. But for the most part, I have no desire of buying a GPS. But do not let my my personal experience or my opinion steer you. If you're listening to this, truck GPS is definitely, definitely a good investment. I've actually worked with some some really good ones. And yeah, I mean, it's just it's just about you know knowing knowing where you're at, and knowing how to get there. That's that's all it is. If you if you if you know how to do that, then you know do what works for you. Just just. So the reason I'd say I don't have a truck GPS isn't because of how expensive they are. I would say it's more because I don't I don't like the idea of following and something like electronically that can that can have defaults that has defaults you know when you're in your when you're, when you're in the middle of trying to get to where you're going to and your gps wants to reroute you somewhere else because they think it's faster it kind of like just messed you all up it's not telling you sometimes it tells you to turn um you know too late you know, I, I, don't, I don't like them talking to me. I'd be turning the sound off. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of reasons why I don't have a truck GPS, man. You know, using my phone GPS, like, kind of, like, 
bothers me sometimes, man, from being completely honest. Um, but I can guarantee that we all have been in a situation where the GPS wanted us to go up the street, around the corner, around the world, and then get us to our destination. Like, it didn't need to do all of that. It rerouted us. You know, it took us, you know, some whole other back block that we didn't need to go on. And I'm not, and I'm not doing that, man. I like, you know, I'm not, it's, it's, it's one of those things where you just got to have a good sense of direction, whether it's your first time going there or not, because it's your first time going there. And now you need directions away from that, that, um, that destination. It might take you a whole different route where, okay, I came this route though. I know I can go back out the same route. Why does it take me somewhere else? I'm not going that way. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's it's simple things like that where the reason why I don't I don't buy truck GPS and you know I just have I just try to have a good sense of direction, sense of where I'm going, sense of where I'm at. But please, please listen to me when I tell you this. Listen to me very very clearly. Everything that I just said, everything that I just mentioned does not, I repeat, everything I just said and mentioned does not apply to New York City. I'll say it one more time. Everything I said, everything I mentioned does not apply to New York City. <laughs> It's just that simple, you know, a truck GPS It's they're like, don't even bother turning it on if you're in New York City, you know, don't even don't even is you're about to just waste battery or something. Don't even turn it on your phone GPS. If you're driving a truck and you have a phone GPS, you, you might as well just turn it off, too, to be honest, because how New York City is set up is road work everywhere. Um you can't get on the parkway so you got to know you got to know how to stay you know in the expressways or the um yeah the major expressways pretty much um just a quick story recently man i had a had to stop in long island I can never remember which one it is long island or staten island and i pretty much had to go through like Brooklyn to get back to the bridge to get back to the expressway so I'm going through like the middle of Brooklyn man and I got my phone GPS and it's like it keeps telling me get to to, to the uh to the parkway but I'm driving around so long trying to find the expressway the BQE the LIE and it's like, I cannot find how to get to the expressway. I even asked somebody, yo, how do I get to the GW bridge? Oh, you got to turn around. Okay, you turn around. You start reading signs still, stuff like that, man. It's still kind of confusing, man. Unless you, I don't know, man. Unless you're just from Brooklyn or you just drive through Brooklyn. I mean, in anywhere in New York City, any one of the boroughs, pretty much. It's like, man, good luck. You know what I'm saying? And then 
Driving alongside New York drivers is a whole nother animal. You got to be ready for that. It's like, man, them things do not work in New York City, yo. You know what I'm saying? Now, I got so frustrated where I went on the parkway, man. As soon as I got on the parkway, it's, I seen a sign. It said, low bridge. I'm like, ah, oh, man. And mind you, I didn't have a trailer. I only had a bobtail. So my bobtail, that was still like 13 Probably like 12, 12 and a half feet high. Man, it low, the low bridge sign said, it said low bridge in like another, not even a quarter mile, said 11.2. So that means, you know, the bridge is only 11 feet high. Man, I, long story short, man, I was backing up traffic because I was not about to damage someone else's truck to go on under that low bridge. That was my fault, though. You know, I was just frustrated of driving around New York City and, and stuff like that. But I knew I couldn't go in the parkway. I, I figured, man, hopefully I can hopefully I can do it. I can get on. I can get right off before there's those bridges, stuff like that. But absolutely was not the case. And like I said, reading signs is so so important so important it's it's like one of the biggest things to do um i remember driving with my uncle one time i might have said this already i remember driving with my uncle one time he's he's a truck driver been a truck driver for years many years and you know i'd be in the car with him he, he said hey donovan man what that sign just said that we just passed i'm like i i i, I He's like, hey man, you need to just make sure when you when you start driving, you read signs. And I never forget that. I never forget that he told me that. Because it's so valuable to becoming a safe driver and to knowing where you're at. Even if a sign doesn't say exactly what you needed to say, it's like it's like picking up context clues though. Like like reading a story, reading a book. You got to pick up context clues. So that's how you really got to navigate. The best way, my opinion, is reading signs. All right. So one way to determine where you're at, where you need to go, what interstate you're close by things like that have to do with the interstate system um, functionality and how it's it's set up across the country okay so interstates interstate signs have a blue blue and a red shield and interstate means they go in and out the state intrastate means route stay in the state so there's state routes, there's city routes, and then there's interstate routes, okay? Um, so how the interstates route work, they work from west to east, and they also work from south to north. So this is an example. Um, if I'm on Interstate 95, 95 is on the east coast. If I am in Connecticut, and I want to drive south to Maryland, I'm going to get on 95. And I know I'm going south because, number one, the sign says south. Also, the mile markers, numbers are going down. 
right? So like I said, it works its way up though, but you're going south, so the numbers will be going down. If you're going up from Maryland to Connecticut, in each state, the mile markers will be going up, okay? So let's let's give an example. Um, Delaware, Delaware is a very small state, takes about like 30 minutes to drive through it. If I'm going through Delaware from Maryland, Maryland is in the bottom of Delaware, I'm going to start seeing mile marker one first, then two, then three, and so on. Once I get to mile marker 30, now it resets because now I'm either in um, Pennsylvania or I'm in, Delo or, or I'm in um, New Jersey. So the New Jersey Turnpike is similar. Um, Mile markers start down, they work their way work their way up. So that's how that's how you navigate throughout the country, really. Um, 95 goes from the bottom of Florida all the way to the top of um, what's that state up there? Vermont, I think. Um, and it goes across the country. So 95 is on the east coast, Interstate 5 is on the west coast, and it goes from the top of Washington State to the bottom of California. So it goes 95, then 85, then 75, and so on. Same thing with um, south to north. Starts Interstate 10 on the bottom and goes all the way up to Interstate 90. That runs across the country parallel to each other, Okay. So, for instance, I would take Interstate 80 from New Jersey all the way to California because it runs the entire country. Now, if I'm in Arizona area and I want to go across the country, I'm going to be on Interstate 10. So that's pretty much how you can figure out where to go. And that's pretty much how I learned how to read maps and stuff like that because, like I said, navigation systems just don't always work um each state each interstate has a mile marker based exit numbering system so what that means is for each exit that's the mile marker that you're at massachusetts was the only state that did not have that number exiting mile marker system and they actually are in the process of implementing it in their state um just got passed maybe a few months ago and um actually earlier this month i'm sorry and it's, it's pretty much it, it works though throughout the entire country man um that's pretty much how you know how long you know each state is. That's how I learned it. Um, you know, I would, I would come up with games in my head, figure out how far it is to get me through each state while I was driving. Um, like for instance, going through the state of Maryland takes about not quite an hour and a half, but if you're driving into Maryland from Delaware, you're gonna first see mile marker one zero nine. So every minute is a mile so 60 minutes an hour um so that means 60 miles 
it's going to take you an hour to drive 60 miles, right? So 109 isn't quite two, uh, two hours. So that's kind of how I, I would like play games in my head and figure out how long it'll take me to get through each state, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? All right. So I challenge everyone. The next time you're driving on an interstate, doesn't matter what state you're in, check to see what direction you're going first and then check to see what the mile marker numbers are doing. So if you're going west, the numbers should be going down. If you're going east, up. If you're driving north on the interstate, the numbers should be going up and south. They should be going down. And just to be mindful going forward. If you didn't know about it, now you know. If you did know about it, tell someone who doesn't know. Um, it's just a better way of just knowing where you're at, how far you've driven. Um, and that's what all this episode is all about. Direction. Know where you're going. And every aspect of the word. Okay. I thank you for listening. Be safe out there, drivers. Be safe out there, truck drivers. Thank you for listening.